Yo, what's going on, Brocane? It's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington. I'm here at General Fitness Company Studio, and this is episode number 202. That's right, 202 episodes of the TR Expert Talks. And today I want to be talking about your shoe game. We've talked about this a few times before, but hey, you know what? You probably didn't listen to that last episode anyways. <laughs> yeah, that was a while back, probably about episode maybe 180-something. I don't remember. But anyways... I want to talk again about your shoe game. There's some things that are unexpected costs that come with fitness. So we're going to talk about your shoe game and maybe talk about a couple more things that help you get started in your fitness. Or at least maybe some little known nuggets about starting your fitness game. But specifically, we're going to be talking about your shoe. Z. Shoes. <laughs> Anyways, before we get this episode started, you know I'd really appreciate it if you would share this podcast. You can do it real easily. You could just tell somebody. Yeah, that's it. Just tell somebody. <laughs> do it any way you can. You can tell them physically by literally going up to them and telling them about the General Fitness Company cast, a.k.a. TR Expert Talks. <clears throat> you can copy the link, send it over to your friend via text message or email. I don't know why you would email a friend a link, but you can do that too. Or you can take a screenshot, put it up on your social media, and everybody will look at it and say, oh, that looks cool. And they'll follow it, and then they will go to my podcast. And then we'll both be happy because you helped a friend out and I'm helping your friend out. <laughs> Anyways, let's go and get this episode underway. Episode number 202 of the TR Expert Talks. The Unexpected Costs of Fitness. Lego! Alright, so as I said, I want to talk about your shoes. I recorded the intro earlier, knew what I was going to talk about, so we're going to be talking about your shoes. So, funny thing happened the other day when I was playing around with my shoes. I don't normally play around with my shoes, but uh, there was something in my shoe, and it like somehow got stuck underneath the uh, insole. So I had to take the insole out, and when I looked at the insole, I was shocked and appalled. <laughs> the insole was probably about maybe maybe five centimeters thick, if that. So if you have a shoe insole that's five centimeters thick, you can imagine it's not offering you a lot of impact support. You might have a shoe that might support your ankles because it you know, laces up high and you go, fits around your ankles snugly. It might even be good on your toes and your feet. But one thing a lot of people don't think about because it's kind of stuck in your shoe is your insole. One unexpected cost that you, can, uh, you will end up paying one way or another is for your insoles. You're going to be, if you don't pay for your insoles, you're going to pay for it in your injuries, in your in issues, in your ankles, and your knees, and your hips, because you won't be absorbing the impact from all your steps as much as you could be because you know, your shoes don't have that much insole. Now, I remember back in the day, shoes had a little bit more insole. Maybe not much more, but they definitely had a little bit more insole. And it seems like they lasted a little bit longer. Nowadays, you go to a shoe store and they'll tell you, your shoes are going to last about three months. And that's if you're using those shoes in conjunction with another pair. 
you can imagine if you have only one pair of shoes, they're only going to last you about six weeks. Now, that's a lot of money if you think about it. You're going to be paying 70 bucks-ish, probably more than that if you're getting a decent pair of shoes. But about 70 bucks for a pair of shoes that's going to last you six weeks. Now, you can imagine that's not a cost that you probably thought about incurring when you actually get into your fitness. But it's very, very, very important that you support your feet. Think about it. Everybody does stretches for their hamstrings, stretches for their back, stretches for their hips, stretches for their legs and arms. But not a lot of people do much for their feet. But you're on your feet pretty much all day long, if you think about it. If you have any kind of job where you stand up, you're going to be on your feet for a little bit. And if you don't have a job where you stand up, well, think about it. There's going to be a time where you're going to be putting on your shoes. You're going to be wanting to walk around, whether it be just from your house around the block or taking a jog around the block or actually running a 5K or even a marathon. You're going to be using those shoes some way or another, and you're going to need support. So whenever you're using those shoes and you don't have support, you're pretty much walking on the ground. Obviously, you have a little bit of support with that rubber bottom, you know, with the sole of your shoe. That's a little bit of cushion. But if you think about it, it's just your foot and some rubber that's meeting the road. So you don't really have a ton of support for impact. One thing I want you to consider when you're getting into your fitness routine, and I might talk about some other things on another episode. I think we could stick with just shoes today. I was considering maybe talking about a few other things like, you know, water bottles and towels and maybe protein shakes and even multivitamins. Those are good things too. And we'll we'll just put those on the list and say those are good things to think about. But one thing you should absolutely consider is buying a pair of insoles. Now, I wouldn't get just any insoles because then you'll end up just having an extra pair of the same thing you have in your shoe. What I would suggest, and this is not sponsored at all, (laughs) maybe it could be, but it's not sponsored, but I would just suggest those Dr. Scholl's insoles, those ones, not the regular ones, but those ones that are like, you can get on there and they're heat mapped and they're specifically designed for particular types of shoes and particular types of feet. So you might be somebody that doesn't put a lot of weight on the arch of your foot. Maybe you are someone that has like a high arch, so you don't put a lot of weight on the arch of your foot. So you're going to need something that has a little bit more support because you have less contact with the ground. You're going to need something that has a little bit more support as opposed to if you have like flatter feet, you might need a little bit less support or you might need support in the arch as opposed to the rest of the foot. So your insole and your shoe might have a little bit more padding towards the arch of your shoe. Now, I've, I've actually used those Dr. Scholl's insoles. I, I, I think they're pretty good when it comes to uh, buying off-the-market insoles. You know, you can get some really, really expensive ones that are like 50 60 bucks, like those gel insoles. Those are pretty good, too, but I, would, I wouldn't really suggest them for exercising because, you know, you're putting impact on your shoes, and I would say you don't want to have, like, your gels bust out in your, fo- in your shoe. And I'm pretty sure they're made relatively well, but... You want your insoles to last at least six months to a year. And I would say if you're putting the same insoles in, like I said, you're you're probably using your shoes for about three months. So if you think about that, you're going to be using those same insoles over four pairs of shoes. You can imagine those insoles eventually will wear down and you're going to need some new ones. So I I really wouldn't suggest getting a gel insole because those are probably going to wear down, even though they might give you initial support they're probably going to wear down a lot quicker because that gel is going to leak out because 
you know, you can't keep a liquid inside of a, a container for that long uh, while putting pressure, constant pressure on it. Eventually, that liquid's going to come out. So I would suggest you get like a regular, regular insole, something that has like nice cushion. As I said, you know, your best bet is going to be one of those Dr. Scholl's insoles. There's a lot of places where you can get your foot heat mapped. I know one of them is our, one of our partners, Philly Run. They do a walking gait analysis as well as a running gait analysis, depending on you know your particular activities that you're predicting that you're going to do, as well as if you're looking for insoles, they have the heat map uh, Dr. Scholl's insole machine. I don't know what you would call it, but I guess it's the or Dr. Scholl's heat map machine. We'll call it that. That's what I just want you to consider. This is one hidden cost, as there's many of them. Maybe I'll make a little series of this, but. That's one hidden cost that a lot of people don't think about is when you're buying shoes, you should probably, especially if you're just getting started, you should probably get some insoles as well. All right, so that's what I got for you today. We don't need a final thought, so we're going to finish this off today right now. That does it for my Tuesday. I hope you're having a good day whenever you're listening to this, whether it be morning, afternoon, or evening. I hope it's a good one. I really appreciate you listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and as always... Keep good company.